Um, and thanks for listening to You're Not Your F and Share, where our goal is to show you that your problems in life don't have to define you. And I'm Nick. You want to know what I'm I, I think it's so funny because, like, seriously, sometimes we don't know if we're going to make it into this closet <laughs> to record this podcast. Oh. And, like, even coming in here, setting up the mics, like, it's like, oh, shoot, are we really going to do this? It's one thirty, you oh, know? Yeah, like we, we kind of put it off. We kind of, like, you know... It's you know the night creeps up on us. We're we're getting cranky. We're tired. Yeah. You know. And well, even like, you just hitting that record button, like you gave me a look. Like, are we doing this? Yeah, but <laughs> you want to know what? We hit the intro music, and it's just like all right, oh, it just it, it just it just melts away and puts me in a good mood. Yeah. So I don't know if that intro music does that for everyone listening, but <laughs> I want to let you know it always puts me in a good mood. Hey, we worked. We listened to a lot of different. Like what royalty free music? I, I recorded that myself. I was like, whatever. Hey. <laughs> That's yeah. actually Autumn saying "Hey" on there now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but, no. But here we are, one thirty. It's already today. You know, I've just been grumpy today, so it's fine. Like, really. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. If uh, anyone thinks that they listen to this podcast and me and Autumn, like, you know, are so light and fluffy and talking. Everything is always so great. You know, <laughs> it's not like that all day long, you know. We are we are not the perfect couple. Like I said, we almost didn't make it in here. You know, we're cranky, this, that, yeah. you know. But it's all right. We're here. I love it. We are Like here. I said, the music hits. We hit play on the music and I'm... And and boom, zoned in. Here we are. I know. I think, I've said, I think I've said here we are like five, 15 times already. So yeah, here we are. Let's go. Yeah, right. <laughs> so this last week was a busy week. Yeah. We had a lot of fun stuff we did. I mean, my parents had their 50th wedding anniversary. Party. Party. Their anniversary. All... What, do you know what day they're official? It's, it'll be Friday, remember? Because oh, yeah, Friday yeah. was the day this that Friday. everybody... Was originally going to be, you know, on vacation together, but... Yeah, but COVID, you know, you never know what to expect. Yeah, but, yeah, so, you know, there was that, and... It was a good time. There was a good time. I mean, there was... There... The whole thing wasn't a good time. I mean, Nick worked really hard. I mean, you could kind of go into it if you okay, want to. Okay, my, my dad said, hey, you know, I want you to put this video together... You know, for wedding anniversary dinner, that's kind of the recap of their 50 years. Uh, and side note, Nick's always been really good at that kind of a thing. And he's in, he enjoys like making videos and he always like makes the music flow perfect with the with the photos. And, you know, it's a tropical song and it's the vacation photos. I, I mean, he works really hard on these things. He's, he's really good at them. So I have to give you props for that. Side note. Yeah, so I, I spent a couple hours on this, you know, getting this. And, like, honestly, the hardest part, like Autumn says, like, music. Like, he, I wanted to pick songs, like, yep. you know, were relatable tell to. Tell a story. You want to tell a story. Because I can't put, like, you know, Lexus on fire to every freaking <laughs> video I make. Especially for my, like, parents' wedding anniversary. I, I mean, know, like. I guess I, I could pick some, like, get up kids' songs. And they're like, oh, Nick made well, this. Well, Nick started <laughs> looking at music, and I'm like, all right, all right. Let me come over. Let me find some music for you. Like I pulled up the like old, the Elvis. Yeah, and and then the and then it kind of put me in that mood. Like okay, I got an idea, and yeah. like I picked some songs from like movies that like are relatable to my family and yeah. my parents and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and and music makes or breaks your video. Like that's one thing with like creating content is like 
you could put a song to your video, and if it's the wrong type of song, the wrong tempo, the wrong feel, it's yeah. just not there. The feeling's just not there. The story's not there, you know? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, most people can put together, like, a slideshow video. It's not the hardest thing, but... Yeah, but if you want to make it interesting... But there is a difference between... people engaged... There is a difference between someone who just loaded a bunch of photos and hit yes. done... Yes. And six songs, you know, they're anyway. like, but whatever. So, so I, I made this thing, I show up, my parents like, hey, you brought the like cord, right? And I'm like, no, nah, I brought my adapter to go to a USB. Remember we had this talk and like, uh, yeah, you were supposed to bring the cord. And I was like. The HDMI. Yeah, the HDMI to like USB. And I was like, um, no, I thought we talked about it. You were going to bring that. Like it was you basically said. just miscommunication, honestly. Yeah. And then. So Nick jumps into action and he's basically, like. Basically, we didn't have the cord. We yeah, needed... <laughs> yeah, to get it up on the big screen. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and like waste time. I'm just going to run to the store and buy an adapter. Yeah. And because I mean, really, what are the chances that someone has an HDMI yeah, to, to USB, USB adapter in their car? Yeah. Like, so my dad was like, okay. And like I just ran and literally I was there and back in 20 minutes. But, you know, they're all ready for the photo. And I was a little bit late for that. But I really wasn't late because I stepped right in before they were done like forward, back, left, right, you know. All the things. Nick so, loves pictures, you guys. You yeah, so I jumped in, got the picture, and then we went back in there, set it up to, like, start playing, and shit didn't work. <laughs> to say the least, I mean. And, and that's how I felt about it. I was like, are you kidding me? Well, and, it's just like, oh, one thing after the next, and then you finally get the cord, and you go buy it, it's 30 bucks, and it's like, all right problem solved you know like i'm gonna yeah. get there plug it in it's gonna work doesn't work you sit on your phone forever trying to look at all these forums or like apple because we have a, a macbook pro so trying to look at all these like how to troubleshoot yeah, this problem like apple support on what you need to do to get it to you know transfer up to the big screen and nothing was working and it just seemed like we spent forever and, on it and i was really frustrated and i was just like <sighs> And, like, everyone's eating dinner at this point. Like, everyone pretty much, like, by the time I just quit working on it, and I was like, it's not going to work. Yeah. Like, everyone's already pretty much ate their dinner. Yeah. And... Well, and for me, I was, like, back and forth and trying to handle the kids, which the girls weren't bad. But Brooks, if anybody knows Brooks, he likes his dad. <laughs> and so he's trying to do something. And so I try really hard when Nick's doing something to try and help. But Brooks doesn't always <laughs> love my help. Yeah. So... I, I gave up on it. I was like, it's it's not worth sitting here for well, yeah, the rest I mean, of the night. Well, I mean, you sat there through half a dinner. And the thing about it is, is it's like something, sometimes things just don't work. Yeah. That's they just... just don't work. No matter how hard you try. I mean, you spent all day on this video. Like, literally. Like, he spent the night before, and then he woke up again and spent all day. And then he had to, like, we had to rip it and put it on, you know, like, whatever. Yeah. Close the project or whatever. And then we get to the place, and he, we have a computer. We have, you know, all the things we need. And then, of course, there's one thing we don't have. Yeah. And it just seemed like one thing after the next, and it just seemed like it wasn't supposed to happen. And part of me was like, I almost wish that when the program started, when it was time to eat, we just said, 
Here's my computer. Yeah. Watch it on my computer. I mean, everything worked out in the end. We kind of just said, whatever, it's not meant to be. And we uploaded it to our YouTube and sent out a link later on. So everybody got to watch the video. It is different. Like, it would have been nice to put up there. But it was that feeling of, like, it's just not going to work. Yeah. And accepting that it's not going to work and just moving on. Not letting it ruin our day. But just, like, I mean, but it it was a bummer, you know. Yeah, and and I was sitting there, and like I could tell that everyone around me could tell that I was like super bummed out, mm-hmm. and and I tried to be like, okay, I'm not gonna be the guy sulking in the corner in the party, you know, I'm just gonna not let it bug me for, and I tried yeah. to like, but you need to like let everyone else know, like, hey, I'm okay with that, but like, hey, everyone. I'm Don't okay, worry. <laughs> you know, and so like I just like grabbed my napkin, I threw it on my head, tied it up, like yo prison Mike, yo prison Mike, you know, <laughs> yeah, you guys, Office fans, you yeah. know, and like we started joking, and then Benny threw his on, and Bryce and we yeah. snagged pick, and then everyone Things threw it on. Like thing, I mean, it, just for a minute there, it was heavy. It was just like, uh, I've tried so hard, and I feel like people can relate to that. People can relate that they have tried. So, so hard whatever the topic whatever the aspect of it is that you tried so hard and you're like seriously i just spent my whole day on this <laughs> like i have other things to do i mean have you seen our grass you could have been watering our grass and hey, making it a little update greener. on the grass it's getting <laughs> greener right it is greener it's greener today than it was last but all week. i'm saying is I'm sure people understand. I'm yeah. sure people have been there where it's just like, this just isn't freaking working and I need to just cut my losses and figure out a different solution. Yeah. Turn, pivot, figure it out. That, that's life right now, I think, is like Learning all these people are like worried about like these jobs and everything. It's like uh, the, the jobs, you know, money's still there. You just might have to adapt to the new yeah. the new normal. Right. You know, I mean, their new normal was DoorDash. Now new normal is pickup and this and that, you know. Yeah. And New normal might be going back to regular, but... Which, P.S., I hope that Target drive-up never goes away. Oh, I think all that stuff's here to stay. Not for paraplegics, like drive-up groceries is something that I feel like we should never get rid of. (laughs) People don't don't realize. They think, oh, yeah, it's nice to pull up and have them put it in my car. They don't realize how hard it is to go grocery shopping Yeah, for a paraplegic or someone in a wheelchair. Long and the short of it, it was a great weekend. (laughs) Great things happened. And sometimes problems happen. There's yeah. nothing, you know. There's nothing you can do about it. And I mean, it's kind of like what? Well, what is? It's kind of like Timon and Pumbaa, you know, Hakuna Matata. Yeah, Hakuna Matata. That's right. Sometimes, ba- no what is? What does he say? Sometimes bad, bad things, things happen. happen to you, and there's nothing you can do, do about, about it. it. Yep, I like it, babe. Yeah, I like it. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. Father's Day. Yeah, it was Father's Day. How was your Father's Day, babe? It was fan freaking tastic. <laughs> it was. Uh, I don't want to get emotional or nothing, but like Lexi made me this card and it was just like the sweetest little card. And like Lexi, and like I called her the other day and I was like, What are you doing? She's like, Ugh. You know, I'm like, Are you doing something you shouldn't be? She's like, No. no. And I'm like, Well, what are you doing? She's like, uh. And I was like, Okay. She's doing Father something she doesn't want to like tell me, but whatever. Day. I was like, Okay, I'm not going to bug her. But, mm-hmm. you know, when I seen it, I was like, Okay, this is what she was working yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, she like wrote out what it was. There was it, like poems. And there she was wrote, poems. Like, there a, was one word for each letter. What do you call those? Those are called. Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't been to late. fifth grade in a while. I forget what those things are <laughs> called. But, uh, yeah. So she made me all these poems, and like, sure enough, I, you know. That, that kind Always of stuff. Tugs Actually, we're in my closet here. One of my favorite things in my closet is this like stack. <laughs> so 
stack of papers, papers that I have saved, like my little kids' like drawings and stuff. One day, <laughs> I mean, right now I feel like those are all over our house. But one day those papers will be the ones that you're like, man. I mean, even now you're. I like, could probably pull out this stack of papers right here and like reminisce. It'd be like when yeah. I used to clean my room and I got uh-huh, like you start... get lost in your closet. <laughs> yeah. So, oh man, Father's Day was awesome. We and went then shopping. And then Autumn and the girls jeans. bought me some pants and some shorts. Nick and... is so picky, you guys. When <laughs> I, it comes to clothes. I was so picky on the shorts. We bought them, and I still wasn't convinced on them, so I wore them for you know. Part of the day with like the tag still attached to them. <laughs> Just at home, though. Like. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm sold on these shorts yet, and I wasn't sold on them. I'm taking them back. <laughs> I, I couldn't try them on hey, the store. There's a complainer. Yeah, there's a complaint for me. Is like, dude, like COVID is starting to take a back seat. Like things are starting to go back to normal, and your freaking dressing rooms still are closed. It's a it's like, a, come it's a scam. On. It's a scam. Like you Target, have to buy it. I want to be like, okay, well, I'm not buying five sizes of this sh- this pair of pants, yeah. so that I can go home and try them on and bring back four. Well, they know you're gonna buy five, and you're probably gonna keep all five because we all know that returning stuff is sometimes impossible, and it's it's gonna sit there on your dresser for six months. And you're like, I I forgot the receipt. They're not taking it back anyway, so. <laughs> On to the next. Let's talk about the grocery store. Oh, the grocery store. Oh, like, you guys. So the grocery store. I, can I pulls- just say, I just really wish that we could have like a grocery short, store trip as a family that's like, oh, hey, Lexi, what do you want to get for lunches and dinners? Hey, Alice, what do you want to get for lunches and dinners? Okay, let's get them. No, it's like madness. If you want to test... Our family's like resiliency <laughs> and like you know strength as a family. Oh, you put us send in us into the store. grocery store. Not only are we like a train. Like I pull the car, Autumn holds on. Brooks is usually climbing back and oh, forth. You know, man. between my arms, the car, Autumn's lap. So you know, and then there's the girls that are hanging off the sides. Alice or, is or like she's seven in, and she still sits it. in the cart. You guys like. And, like, the bread is getting stepped on. <sighs> we should always get... I don't know why the bread is at the beginning. So I don't know. The end. Brooks thinks that, like, anything that is circle or, like, a sphere is a ball. Yeah. So he just starts chucking, like, fruit out of our cart. He chucked, like, a glass bottle out of the other day. And it's like, oh, my gosh, it didn't break. But, whew. I got to, like, put everything on, like, the well, bottom uh, rack of the cart uh, now. As he, ch- he tr- chucked his tummy yummy. He loves those <laughs> tummy yummies. He chucked it, and the lid, like, popped a little bit, and it, like, sprayed me in the eye, got all up Lexi's leg. This was a trip the other day, and I'm uh, like, oh, dude. Every tomato, every lime just gets thrown oh, out of the like, cart somewhere in the mush. store. So, yeah. Don't worry. We Grocery take stores <laughs> are not... Our favorite place, you know, to go. Well, and for me, I was just like, well, let's just go in as a family. You know, let's just go. I, okay, I get, I, very often, I'm the one that gets stuck in the car. Just because it's easier for Nick to go in the grocery store. He's quicker. He just runs. Usually, if there's a list, he just runs in. Like, a lot of the times, we're trying to put Brooks down for a nap or something, and he does better in the car going to sleep. And so, I always get stuck in the car. Yeah, it's like, and I I know that that seems nice, but it is so it tre- tests my patience constantly because usually kids are fighting or Brooks is freaking out because he wants out of his car seat or 
if he, if Nick gets out of the car and he does not go over and get Brooks, he screams. Like he <laughs> freaks out like he's dying. So I I just get tired of sitting in the car all the time. And it's one of those things that it's like, it's just the way life is. But it sucks. Yeah. Like I want to just go into the grocery store and get my own crap for myself. <laughs> you know? Or pick it out. Yeah. I will have to say, if I go in by myself, we usually come out with a cheaper bill. But, you know. Yeah, well, because half the time you forget the crap that I want. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh, I always get to the car and I'm like, oh, no. I forgot. Ha- and your... sometimes I'm like, go back in. I forgot like, that 20. Like, sometimes I'll be to the car and I, like, just run back before I even get to the car and tell her that I forgot her, like, 20 ounce of Dr. Pepper or something. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I know she's going to be like, did you give me Dr. Pepper? I'm like, Or that time oh. I was like, all I want is a milk chocolate caramel, like a Carmelo. <laughs> and you came to the car with some rando chocolate bar and I was like, like, dark chocolate sea salt, like the, the um, to, like, not, yeah. not soft caramel, you know, like a sea salt caramel. So for anyone and I who was thinks- like, what is this Carmelo? <laughs> this is not a Carmelo. Like, can I just get a Carmelo? That's all I wanted. There's several different sizes. Yeah. <laughs> like, just get me a Carmelo. I don't so know. So for anyone who thinks I may be close to a perfect husband, there's no way. Oh, I, I make I make I mistakes. I make mistakes all the time. And there's grocery just something stores- about just grabbing it for yourself. And you know if you want it, you'll just grab it. And you know how you go into the grocery store and you always come out with, like, five things that weren't on your list? Those, I don't get those five things. <laughs> I don't get them because I don't go in. Yeah. So, so grocery stores are a uh, whole. Like, we could I'm do it. We could probably. We could probably just like do a whole episode. The on, worst part, on grocery stores, you guys, is like one time Nick and I were on date night, and I, I think he was honestly just going to play hockey, and we found a babysitter so I could come, and it was a late game. We stopped at the grocery store because it was just me and him. And it was like, what is this glorious day? We're just going through the grocery store. We have no kids nagging at us, <laughs> on us. Brooks isn't freaking out and arching his back and screaming through the whole store and wanting to run down the aisles. Like, this is like. <sighs> the biggest, like we always, we always go in and if it, if it is just me and Autumn. And it's date night. You know, we usually do stop at the grocery store. We're like, do we need a car? And Autumn's always like, no, we're good. <laughs> and then by the end, like, she's like juggling a, yeah. a gallon of milk, yep. a, you know, treats, snacks, a 20 ounce bottle. I got like a, a 12 six pack of Dr. Pepper, you know, <laughs> in one hand holding Autumn's hand on the other. And so it's always a an adventure. Yeah. That's, that, you know. To say the least, you know it's always be- an adventure. You know you've become parents when the grocery store, just as a couple, is kind of a getaway <laughs> in itself. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about today and handling kids. I, well, I, I mean, I didn't say, really have to handle them because I, I got on the ice for Learn to Skate. I think that from the beginning of today, I had anxiety. I, I don't think that it was anything in particular. I think I just woke up with anxiety. Um, I had to get Alice to her dance intensives, which wasn't a big deal. It was at like 945 in the morning, which is fine. And I, I feel like all day I just kind of dealt with this anxiety of like inadequacy or I don't know if that's even a word. I mean, it's 144 at night, but just feeling inadequate. And uh, I don't know. I feel like the anxiety kind of took over me today, honestly. And we, we talked about earlier how I've been a peach today. But, um, (laughs) I, I tried to kind of like start over, like in work, I was having anxiety. Like Kaylee can tell you, I was 
we were planning the collaborative shoots that we do. We were planning our July one, and I was just like, I wrote, I sent her a voice text, and I'm just like, dude, I'm having anxiety. Like, I, there's always this point with these shoots where it's like, and, and we both acknowledged it today where we're like, oh my gosh, this is so much work. You know what I mean? This is so much work and it's so much stress and it's all these things. And then there becomes a point when it's like all the hard work is worth it. We're right in the shiz right now. <laughs> we're in the middle. We're yes. in the middle of like, is this worth it? <laughs> this is the last one. I don't care how many we got planned. This no, is it. You know, if we're canceling this one. It always turns out so good and it's always so fun and so rewarding that I'm like, I want to do it again, you know, but there's always this point where I'm stressed out. Yeah. And she feels it too. And I think that was just me today. And I, I feel like I woke up with the stress and that just added on to it. Um, and just like, as the day went on, it just kept progressing. Like I kept trying to start over. I mean, little things like Alice found out she's one of the co-captains on her cute little dance team, which <laughs> she was so proud of herself and me and Nick are so proud of her. And, just the responsibilities that come along with that. She's really excited to like be in charge, you know, and be a leader on her team. I'm getting her a C. And I'm I... sewing it on her dance dress. I don't care. <laughs> We're getting a C on there. So, and with Alice she, just being a little co-captain on her team, she's all excited for it. I'm like, all right, well, she's been working on her back walkover. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> she's been working on her back walkover, and I'm like, okay. Before the season, <laughs> I'm a great spotter. Usually, I'll just say that. Like before the season starts, Alice, let's work on your back walkover. Okay, Alice is such a little sweetie, and she loves to dance, but her tumbling skills need some work. She's just not as coordinated, and we have Lexi that like she does something twice, and she's like, "All right, I got it," you yeah. know. And there's Alice that just has to. There's just kids that just have to work harder. Well, I. It's hard for me to not be able to, I tumbled growing yeah. up, so it's really hard for me to not be able to spot my kid yeah. or teach my kid these things. So usually how we do this is I'm the one that's coaching and helping, but Nick's the one that is spotting and I'm teaching Nick how to spot at the same time as I'm teaching Alice how to do the trick. Well, apparently there was some <laughs> miscommunication, and Alice lands flat on her head. All right, she was like... I tell her to look at her at hands, it. and what does she do? Not look at her freaking hands. No, she was looking at her little T-Rex hands in front of her, but... <laughs> <laughs> and then I had my hand there, and then just, like, she was going slow, and then she just, like, just fell back. Like, just gave it everything she had, and then... Sure enough, she hit her head, and then she's mad so at me. So she's crying. I, I, finally, I finally console her, and then I'm like, all right, let's just do it a couple more times. And then Brooks is like, what? Dad's doing something other than hanging out with me? No way. And he's, like, laying where she's trying to do a kickover, like, kickover from her backbend. And then what was even Lexi doing? Freaking out? Yelling was, at people? I think she was trying to do one at the same time. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to work. Bye. And that was the end of that. That but was the end of that. We'll revisit it later. Yeah. So okay. then there was that anxiety. I feel like I was already anxious and then things were so loud and then it was crazy and there was kids crying. If it wasn't one kid, it was the other. And if it wasn't the other kid, it was the other one. I think Lexi was complaining about her food or some crap like that. <laughs> yeah, like, we, seriously. Like today. we said, we got a picky kid about eating. And yeah. And, and I was just like, I can't do, like, I, 
Okay, so anxiety. Then Nick has to coach learn to play hockey um, for DC Wind. So we go to the ice rink, and I'm the one that takes care of Brooks while Nick and Lexi get on the ice. And Brooks is a mean kid. He doesn't love to be with me. He loves to be with his dad. We all know this. But the, it, it's hard. It's hard because I, I appreciate that Nick does so much, but he doesn't ever want me. You know, and sometimes eh, very rarely does he want me over you. And not only that, but there's been other people that have offered to help and he won't he will not let anyone get close to him. So like even at the at the 50th anniversary dinner, there was like my niece, Rochelle, was like, here, let me help. Like she went to get him and he like lost it and face planted on the floor did throwing the, a fit. Did the dead fish, you know, like Yeah, <laughs> like he does this thing where he like lays on the floor like all dramatic because he doesn't want and starts like fussing like he doesn't want someone to touch him and I'm like so there's people that offer to help and but I don't know, he doesn't want me. He doesn't want anybody. He wants his dad. So we're at hockey today and that was the kid. like he was just flopping like a fish so I'm like, okay, I if you know me, I hate when my kids run around during hockey, any <laughs> hockey. I'm like, sit on the bench and watch. Watch, watch the game. Watch, watch what's going watch on practice. on the ice. Doesn't matter. Watch yeah. it. <laughs> or, or Alice brings her iPad. Sit on your iPad. Whatever. I don't care. So Brooks is flopping like a fish, and I'm like, fine. Go play. There's a little nook area that they usually play in. Next thing you know, Alice is screaming. He's pulling Alice's ponytail like... It was just so bad. So I grabbed him. I'm trying to hold him and have a conversation with someone. And he literally rips a freaking chunk of my hair out of my head. Like, I kid you not. She's bald in a spot I can see right I, now. I had a headache leaving <laughs> there. I had, Seriously, I had a headache going. I think it was just the anxiety part of things. And then we, she, he freaking rips my hair out and... That's that. The headache didn't go away. And all the way home, I was just like, I'm freaking tired. I don't know if I'm about to have a UTI or what the freak is wrong with me, but I was so tired. And we got home and I said, Nick, I think I'm going to go in on the couch and watch the game and fall asleep. (laughs) I'm done. Like, I, it was just one of those days that it's just like, this is just not working. And I almost need to just rest my eyes for a minute just so that I can wake up and start over. Yeah, I woke up a lot happier. You did, you did. My meanwhile, my phone died and I left it dead because I was just like <laughs> my anxiety is through the roof. Usually, I can handle like I work on social media. Usually, I can handle like all the social media, all the messages, all the things. Not today. Yeah, so her phone died. She just left it dead. She's like, uh, mm-hmm. "Go plug this in." But like later on, she's like, "Did you ever plug that? Did I give you my phone to plug in?" I don't remember. It was a nice break. I missed a bunch of messages, but it was a nice break. Yeah. So <laughs> if you tried to message Adam tonight, you probably didn't get it till midnight. Then there's you know? Nick making fun of me for my unread messages. Yeah, like Adam um, probably has 150 unread count. messages. Oh. But and then I mean, putting the kid. I mean, so then we're like, it's nighttime. You know, Autumn took her nap. Game's over. The nap was like an hour. No, no, it was it was a short one. You know, I'm not saying it was a long yeah. old nap, but I'm saying plus I had we to prep the... myself for the crap that was coming tonight, seeing as it's two o'clock in the morning right now. But yeah, but, but Autumn still has work she's got to do. She knows all that every night. And, well, let's just jump into like gripes and gains right now. I mean, that's where we're headed okay. with this. Okay, this is gripes and gains right now. 
But, I mean, and our gripes and gains this week is this podcast. And gripes is that, like, I mean, leading up to, like, this podcast. So, like, she wakes up from her nap, and we're both looking at her watch. It's like, all right, we both know yeah. our plan is to record a podcast. I tonight. mean, I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. There are things I do. I, there are things that I do not go to bed until I have done. I have a task list each day, and... I, more specifically, I have orders that I get out before the end of the night. It's like, this is my turnaround time. I've been working really hard to be like consistent with that because that's been a hard thing for me. So it's been like a goal of mine that I've been working on um, is to have shorter turnaround times. And so I'm like, well, you I wake up from your nap orders out. and she's like, I got to go to work. And I was like, all right, I got to go get these orders out. And, and it's not only that I have planning things for the next day. And there's this just things that I have to get done. Otherwise, when I lay down to go to sleep, my brain will not shut off. And it'll just run through my mind of like, here's, here's your task list for the morning. And it's almost like you got to sit up and write out this task list and then you can lay back down. It's just something that my mind just runs and I won't sleep well and stuff. And so it, every night Nick can tell you I'm in my office till like 1130 at night. It's not, uncommon, not it's not uncommon for like we're getting in bed because we, we usually try and get in bed at the same time. It's kind of one of the things we do. Yeah. Sometimes I'll lay down a little bit earlier. I'm like, I'm not going to sleep until she comes in. Mm-hmm. Unless know. it's last night. <laughs> <laughs> I, literally I fell, have to teach you something I literally, I literally fell asleep trying to, like, turn on a show, like, three times, I think, last night. I just... Yep. I was just so tired. But, so, uh, where I was saying, but, uh, so, okay. there's no, it's not uncom- common for her to, like, come into bed and be like, oh, hold on, I'll be right back. Yep. And then she's, like, gone for, like, 30 minutes. She's like, oh, yep. I just had to get that out. I just had to get that out. Or, like, mm-hmm. oh, hey. Will you go grab the packages and put them by the door so we don't forget them in the morning? And yeah. so, or like, oh, hey, will you go grab my computer? I got to do something real quick, you yeah. know? And then she'll lay in bed and, like, you know, do some stuff for an hour or mm-hmm. who knows. Create a video on my so, phone or something. I mean, that's what we're doing, you know? We're, we're trying to get ready for bed. I'm trying to put Brooks to sleep. And, oh, man. Heaven knows that's a task in itself. Yeah. So, Autumn's working. We're doing this. And it's it's a lot of work to get to where we are right now. 2 a.m. Yeah, especially <laughs> when I have a really shitty attitude. Yeah. Not Trust gonna me. lie. Trust me, there was, there was Not times. Not going to lie. <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> I did. Autumn did say, I don't even think we should record tonight, you know? <laughs> and I had to be well, like. Well, I just said, I'm, I'm kind of a negative Nancy tonight. And so I'm really trying, it gets hard. I'm human. I'm human. I'm not always positive. Not that I'm, I was negative today, but I'm not always this like positive peach that's just like smiling all the time. And let's go, let's do this. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, I, I have my hum- days. We are human. We are yeah, human. I, I have mean, my ho- days, and today was definitely a day. Hopefully, we don't put it off that we're these pre- people. I mean, perfect people. We're not. We are these people. That's exactly what we are. Yes. We are just people. So, I mean, my gain from this podcast, because I gripe about it and I'm going to complain. I'm going to complain because it is a task. It is consistency that, I mean, we've been asked before, well, why do you have to do it tonight? Because if we're not consistent with it, then it will never get done. And every Wednesday morning, I want a podcast out. And that's it's that's my consistency. Well, so... And when you, when you love something and you kind of, you make it that like, it is like, you're going to do it. Like you set goal. If you, if you're not honest to yourself and the goals you set, 
then who are you going to be honest to? Like how? Right. Are, like hold yourself accountable. Yeah. If you're not honest to yourself, then yeah, you, you're not going to be an honest person to anybody else. I mean, that's right. just the way life is. Well, my gain from this podcast is to be honest, it's been super therapeutic. Like, I don't think that there has been anything that I have done that has been this therapeutic for me just to talk about just yeah. to like, and you know, there's been a lot of times I'm like, do I write a book? Did it for a minute there. I wrote a blog, but it's just like, I think telling, talking about it and hearing it from my voice and hearing me tell the story or, um, just almost riding along with us. Yeah. Has been so therapeutic to, for me to talk about, and I have really enjoyed connecting with other people on it. Yeah. I mean, my gain would be, you know, it's just a fun time that I have with Autumn. It's kind of like our own little date night. I every, love, like, documenting. Every, every Tuesday night, me and Autumn go on a date in yeah. our, to our closet. Even though it's, like, middle of the night. Seriously, though, we have one podcast that I have to either keep the kids out of the house or try to keep them as quiet as I can, and that's all we can handle. There's no way that both of us could be recording right now if our kids were awake. Yeah. Unless we got a babysitter. I will say, next time you're having a bad day, dude, I'm just going to cue it, you know? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. Next time. Next time we're, we're cruising along, oh I'm gosh. being grumpy. I'm just going to cue the podcast music. It does kind of make you turn, like... Hey! <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, well, pause after we've gone through our gripes and gains. I want to talk about our giveaway because we forgot last week. So I told about it on Instagram, but we didn't mention it on the podcast. So we felt like podcast. we should keep it going another week. Yeah. So we're going to keep it going another week. And there's no, there's no, I mean, I know I'm a marketer. There's no really like marketing coming with this. It's more that we've done 10, 10 episodes. I won't lie, I haven't looked at our listens today, but I would not be surprised if we surpassed a thousand downloads. Yeah, we which is an accomplishment. And so for me, I'm just like, okay, let's give away a mug. Yeah. So we'll send you it's a, a random fresh, mug out of our closet. No, just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's no. a year. You get a brand a, new one. It's a year, not your effing chair mug. Yeah, it looks like our podcast cover and all, all you have to do is share on your Instagram story or, or on your Facebook about our podcast. Yeah, and I know we probably haven't shared about it on Facebook. That's why I want to. No. Like, yeah, and I. I and we do a, have a lot of listeners that probably I don't want to come Instagram. off salesy because I'm really just giving it away for fun. So <laughs> if you want a mug, I know I've had a couple friends that are like, well, I share about it on my story anyway, so I'll just share about it again. And I really do appreciate that. Um, so if you want to win a mug. Go ahead and share. Tag me in it so, you know, I we can know. see. <laughs> I just honestly, like, this week I had a friend share that I haven't talked to in a long time. And it's it feels good to know that I have people like that supporting me. That have been, I, I've known her for a really long time. We were, like, besties, man, in, like, grade school. We listened to Britney Spears. I remember I got her the Britney Spears CD for her birthday. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Oops, I did it again. That's right. But... No, she shared this week, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know that she, like, watched my stuff. Like, that's so sweet. She shared, and it makes me feel good, honestly. That's so, good. Yeah, if you want a mug, share. We'll, we're going to announce the winner next week on our pod. We'll pick a rando 
Random, random. <laughs> a rando. We'll just pick a rando person. It doesn't matter if you shared we'll or not. Pick just... a random person that shared on the story. We're going to open up the phone book. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Um. Anyway. So, yeah. What's next? Let's move it on. Let's that move on time. to that one time. And, well. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the whole family's in Disney. Well, yeah. part of the family's in Disneyland right now. Um, We didn't end up going, and that's. Which. For, you know. That, which was a. It was, it was hard. A, it was a hard decision. You know when the things happen that you're just like, I feel like it's not the right thing for us right now. Like speaking of, like I, you know, staying up till how late working. I there's no way I could have gotten away for a week. Yeah. Without freaking my anxiety was high today. Can you imagine me in Disneyland <laughs> today? I had like a launch on my website. I had all things going on, and we, I would we'd died. be recording this like in the condo, like. <sighs> Hey, we're in the we're in the closet <laughs> at the hotel. Whatever the closet, <laughs> and there's like one little rack. Yeah. Oh man. It'd be like down in the lobby recording. Like, what is going on over there? Oh jeez. We're just recording a podcast so, over yeah, here. We yeah, we decided not to go last minute, and for a minute there, we were like, "Is this, is this what we are? We should, are we? Are we like, should we, we be both going? have this impression that it's not the right time for us to leave for a week. Yeah. We both have the impression that it's probably best for us to stay. I have um, some things for my job this weekend that I really should be at. And we just have things planned throughout the summer that financially it made sense for us. Instead of going on one big trip to Disneyland to do all these little things throughout the summer. Yeah. We have um, a couple of little adventures planned. Yeah, yeah. Lexi's and some of them have popped up randomly after yeah, we like made this randomly decision. randomly we like, made this decision. And that's what I was trying to get at is we both had this feeling of just like, I don't think we should go. Yeah. Like, I just don't think it's right for us right now. And literally, like, a week after we made, like... It was days. Yeah. Days after we decided it was a hard no, we're not going, um, a tournament popped yeah. up for Lexi, Lexi, got, Lexi next got, month. Lexi got invited to a little hockey tournament and stuff. Yeah, and which will be good in Vegas Super excited for, for that. And I had said to my mom, and I even said to my father-in-law, you know, I'd rather, instead of spending a week in Disneyland, I would rather focus on my kids put my kids in hockey camps or do, you know, focus on them. I, I Not that Disneyland isn't a focus on them. Sure, it's fun. Yeah. Sure, it's a family adventure. But let's be honest, Disneyland's an expensive trip. Yeah. And if we take the money we would have spent on Disneyland and we break that up through the whole summer, how many things could we do, yeah. you know, like this like this hockey tournament? So, um. And at the end of the summer, we're like, ah, we probably should have gone to Disneyland. Well, then that's the way it should have been. I mean, been. it's not and like that, it's been life. a long time since we've been at Disneyland. Yeah. We were there the week it closed. Yeah. So, uh, what, a year? We've been a, a year, year and, and some, some change. change. Yeah. Yeah, so, Jinx anyway. Jinx, going to Yeah, Minnesota. I feel like, um, it, <laughs> okay, go get one on the fridge, bro. But, no, I just felt like I wanted to share that because I feel like a lot of people probably deal with that where it's like, you know, everything happens for a reason, and maybe you don't understand why you're getting this, like, feeling of, like, this yeah. isn't what we're meant to do, but it all makes sense, and for us, that was days later. Days yeah. later, it made sense, and yeah. and there's little adventures, like, my girls have been begging to go to the American Girl doll store in Denver, and so I think that's something that we're going to make happen this yeah. summer. And we're leading up to that one that time. That one time. 
we thought it'd be fun to do a little Disneyland story. Yeah. We, we, should, we should probably do a whole episode oh on Disneyland. Gosh, maybe we'll do so it much. next time we go or whatever that, that it may be. But yeah. Um, but one time we went to Disneyland and like Disneyland and wheelchair. Transfers are so hard, you guys. Like Disneyland is so fun, but transfers are so hard. Blah. We went to, we went on Pirates of the Caribbean and Pirates of the Caribbean, like you come in through the exit and for wheelchairs for wheelchairs and every every like ride has its own little yep. thing and I transfer down into the boat which is like the ground level yeah so she like gets down pretty much on the ground and yeah. then just scoots in and they're like okay just put her chair here and like sometimes you can tell like when the the fake wheelchair people are you know oh man, you guys, i i'm gonna just uh cut in right here cut in our story and i'm gonna tell you that if you go to disneyland and you do not need a wheelchair. There's a spot in hell reserved for no, you. No, <laughs> Nick, not that extreme. <laughs> but I'm disappointed. Yeah. Definitely, I'm disappointed because especially if I see one kid in the wheelchair and that then, swap. They yeah. swap. Yeah. And the fact that Disneyland provides wheelchairs. Okay, so here's the thing. And obviously, we're on a sensitive subject. But here's the thing with me. Show your handicap placard. Yeah. Like, there's no discrimination there. If you have a handicap placard, sure, you can even have a temporary handicap placard for people that have had surgery and things like that, um, or heart conditions, or, you know, elderly people have a a handicap placard. Okay, so let's get a pass. And let's freaking show our placards in order to get the stupid pass. We weren't going to spend a lot of time on this. Huh? I know, but this is something that I get, I'm very passionate about because it makes me literally mad because people don't realize what I would do to freaking stand in those lines with my family. Exactly. And like Disneyland has made a lot of the new rides, like the wheelchair line and like cars. It, some people are like, oh my gosh, dude, I'm not riding the on there. Dude, the handicap line is just as Forever. long as the regular. And I'm like... Hell yeah. 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 I love waiting in line with everybody well, because else. Because let's be honest, when you go to Disneyland and you're with a group, like that's part of the fun is waiting yeah. in line together and cracking jokes and being, you know, just like being together. Yeah. When you're when you're in a wheelchair, you can't do that. They have a six person limit, so you can only have six people wait in line with you. And even then they scan your tickets and then you have to come back at a certain time. Yeah. And so if someone's waiting in the normal line, like there's been times that I've even said, Can you tell I'm really passionate about this there's been times that i've even said can i just wait at the exit for my family they'll wait in line and then when they come i'll just get on the ride and then i can go uh, with them they won't let me you guys yeah it is it's it's frustrating it is so frustrating so when i see someone that is in a wheelchair and they do not need to be there and they clearly do not need to be there i'm not talking broken leg i'm not talking surgery i'm not talking grandma whatever I'm talking the people that clearly rented that wheelchair or that scooter, the scooter squads. That's the popular uh, thing these days. I yeah. I had to hold back an F word there. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I yeah. I am very passionate about it, and I'm just like, you know what? You guys are like a slap in the face. Oh, Not gonna lie. I I, I want to like kick them in the face. Like <laughs> <laughs> that is so mean, but like. I really I, do. I do think it's that one time that we saw the people change. Yeah. We saw them. What We saw them walk past us and someone was sitting in the one wheelchair. One kid was in the chair. And, and they then walked. they swapped. And it was like they were using it as a stroller. 
And I just lost it. That's when I was just like, oh, my gosh. So, anyways, let's get back to that one time. We were getting on Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) And there was a lot of wheelchairs. And, like, some people just, like, leave their wheelchair wherever. And they're like, oh, deal with it. It's not even their wheelchair because they don't don't care. No. Like, oh, it says Disneyland. They they rented this wheelchair for 50 bucks, whereas my wheelchair costs thousands. It has a paper in it that says, you know. Their name. Graham family. Sorry to the Grahams, but. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah and and like i've seen this happen i've seen them like move wheelchairs but like we got back and it was like um usually her wheelchair is like off to the left in this little area but like they had moved a bunch of wheelchairs and like we couldn't find it yeah and well s- and and when they when you pull up in the boat off pirates of the caribbean to get off um, everybody just stands up and walks out and then the doors automatically open for the next people to get in on the boat. Right. Yeah. Well, my wheelchair wasn't there. So people are starting to get into the boat and I'm like as far off the boat as I can be. Yeah. And so I'm just I'm... sitting there. And so like the girl that's coming in is like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like I'm I... still sitting in the boat. And I was like looking for her wheelchair. And I'm also like looking at like the boat watching like Autumn's like she's like scooted over like all the way to the right. And I bet the lady was like, she thinks she's going again. I fr- I looked at her and I was like, I'm in a wheelchair and I'm waiting for my wheelchair. So you're going to have to hold on for a minute. And I'm sure after I told her that she was probably like, oh, OK. But for a minute there, I was like. I'm sorry, like, the whole boat was literally sitting down, and it was my line that has just been held up. Yeah. How embarrassing. And so we finally found it, and then, like, I know all those people that, like, gave her the dirty eye, like, then felt really stupid because, like, Autumn had to, like, she, like, scoots. I have to transfer from the floor to my chair. So she scoots out of the boat onto the the ground. So so the boat, what it is, is the boat starts. Everyone's road. Well, most people. Boat starts ground level. And then you have to transfer down into the boat. So I have to transfer up to ground level, and then I have to transfer from ground level to my wheelchair. And I'm telling you guys, this is not easy. I don't have function in my legs. Yeah. So, yes, I can. I mean, I'm lucky. I do have my legs that I can put, like, bear weight on them to some extent. There's no control, but I can bear weight to get up into my wheelchair. But this is not an easy transfer. Mm -hmm. And it's like Space Mountain. Like, seriously. <laughs> that one's a hard one because you got to go up and mode. over the side. Yeah, it's like a deep roller coaster. You have to go up and then you have to go up again. It's it's rough. It's, it's like hurling that little wall. is. It's like yeah. get us on the edge. I can't even go on. I can't even go on Nemo, yeah. the submarines. I can't even go. <laughs> they put you in a room and show you some random movie. One time, one time, though, we did do Nemo. And yeah, because it was hot outside and, and it was pi- air conditioned in the room. And I pi- oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, we went on Nemo, yeah. I piggybacked her down into the submarine and we scooted along and then... It was one of the hardest things ever, though. Because it's I, like skinny, like it's like, like a yeah, small area. It's a real submarine. I mean, if you've rode it, you know. But And then I piggybacked her out of that place and like... Oh. We did it once, and we're like, yeah, that's one we're not going to do Yeah, again. I'm glad I saw it once, but never freaking happening again. <laughs> so, I mean, our gain is, or no, this isn't grabs and gains. This no, is just no. that one this time. This is that so. one time. This but, Pirate, Pirates of the Caribbean, they lost my freaking chair, and it was so embarrassing. And and it's it's like... And I, I mean, look normal. I look every, normal yeah. when I'm not in my chair. So people people look at me like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, and like everyone, like then realized, like, oh, she's she's really handicapped, not like everybody else, and like they're always like, oh yeah, can you take one step? You leave your wheelchair here, and then you just walk to the boat over here, and they're like, 
can you no 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 we she can't walk like yeah. i know all these other phony balonies like hop out of their wheelchair like yeah well i mean even grandma can take a couple steps you yeah. know or or if they've had surgery they can hold on to things and hop or whatever no, like, or we're, whatever. no 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 we're like one of those real handicapped people we're like <laughs> when well, we go to get on um well it was tower of terror so guardians of the galaxy they say, can you walk up to the back row? Yeah. No, I cannot take any steps. I am completely paralyzed. That's <laughs> really yeah. usually my answer is, no, I am paralyzed. No, I am paralyzed. And I, you wouldn't believe, even when we get on an airplane, that same question. Yeah. And it's frustrating to me that, I mean, I know all disabilities are different. And I know that there's like cerebral palsy and stuff that it's different for each person. And, and some of them can take a couple steps. Versus yeah. like me that I'm completely paralyzed. But yeah. I get that. But it is so, it's kind of like, not a slap in the face, but it's just kind of like when when they ask you, can you take a couple steps? It's just kind of like. I wish. Well, in fact, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you really want to know, no, I cannot <laughs> take a couple steps. I can't take one. Yeah. Thank you. So, I mean, we could spend all day on, on these Disneyland stories. Can you tell I'm passionate about Disneyland? <laughs> I, get, I love it. I uh, love Disneyland, but I am very passionate about the way that they do things. I'm grateful that they're starting to make the yeah. lines accessible yeah. because I, I'm so sick of dealing with it, honestly. Yeah. I don't want the handout. I no. don't want someone to be like, here you go. This is a wait less time because there's always someone that takes advantage yeah. And I'm just like, if you realized the things that I had to put up with in my life and the other people that I know are disabled and they're really disabled, the things that they have to put up with, you would realize that being at the front of the line in Disneyland would just be nice. Yeah. Like, it would just be a a little pat on the back for all the crap you put up with day to day. You know what I mean, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's kind of the same as I feel with handicap parking. Yeah. Speak, uh, but pause. My friend Kaylee wrote me. I have to give her a little shout out. You know what I'm going to say because you were proud of it too. She wrote me yesterday and she said, I just want to let you know, I took my daughter to the bathroom and she almost, uh, Kaylee almost went into the handicap stall because there's, there's more room and, you know, like we've talked about. And yeah. she wrote me and she's like, I just want you to know you should be proud of me because we, we were squished, but we went in a normal stall. And I just thought to myself, Autumn would be proud of me. Yeah, <laughs> and I was so proud. I was like, yes, this is what I'm trying to like. This is what I'm trying to let people know is just like, not that I would ever judge you for being that way before, because maybe you just didn't know. Yeah. But like, I'm so proud that you're getting something well, from my podcast and that you're understanding my accessibility issues. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, there's probably going to be like nine times out of 10, like you're probably not going to be in the bathroom the same time as someone who needs it. Right. But, but guess what? That one that time one it time. happens is going to make that person's day when they walk into that bathroom or not walk into that, roll into that bathroom. And the handicap stall is open, and they see that the other ones are all full, and they're like, these yes. guys care. The Grizzly game. I, You know, it sticks out in my mind because it hardly ever happens. But the last few Grizzly games we went to, it was always open. I don't know what it Maybe was. Maybe they saw you rolling in and they're like, oh, 
She's always the, here. There is a handicap. I don't know. Here, you know? I, and one of the times another wheelchair came and I. No, that's I, just because people who go to Grizzly Games are usually nice people. <laughs> if you go to Grizzly Games, you're I'm sure nice. that's it. <laughs> Hockey people, no. No, even one of the times a wheelchair rolled in and I was waiting for the stall and and she she rolled in as I was going in and I was like, I'll make it quick. I'll, I'll make it as quick as I can, I promise. And she ended up, I guess she could take a couple steps and she ended up walking into another stall. Um, just like parking her chair yeah. in the side and walking. But, but yeah, so proud of you, Kaylee. Proud of all of you guys that, you know, take a second and think about it. Yeah, it, maybe this pot for anyone who's like, done this podcast you. and like you, you think for two seconds, like all you people who might, okay, probably not all you people. There might be one person in this, this listening to this podcast that's, you know, rented a wheelchair at Disneyland who didn't need it and they're going to make. I'm sorry if I, you want to know what? Button, maybe, but... maybe I won't, maybe I won't bust out that, like, that, that boot I had for my sprained <laughs> ankle like 17 years ago and just like bust it out to go to Disneyland. Like, yeah. you wasted your suitcase, like, space on that old. Old boot because you're yeah. like yeah we're getting in front of line dude. this is our well, fast pass right here and I right never here. would want someone to think that we're talking about a topic and it's about them yeah we, like, we really don't I mean we've said if the shoe fits the shoe fits and that's our goal is to help you yeah see our point of view but at the same time like yeah Most we would never judge you for but it there, I don't know who there, but there has been some people there. Like, yeah, we 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 like that we talk about Disneyland. They're like, yeah, we bust, you know, we busted out that we're, brace. We're twins. Yeah, we're, I've heard we're we're twinners, and I'm like, we are not twinners. <laughs> Do not say that again, or I might suck you in the face. <laughs> we're not twins. Yeah, we are not twins. No. Yeah, so we can move on to our, our uh, final yeah, section so and our to topic talk- for the night: humility. Humility. Yeah. So C.S. Lewis said, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Yeah, and I, I, when I read that tonight, I thought, mm, I like that. And like, cause it uh, goes both ways. And Autumn had, a, she's been trying to like make this podcast more of an educational and like really put in a lot of work into it. I just want and, you guys to get something out of it. I want to have a topic of, I, I want to be able to tell my stories or, Whatever, and I want to you to get something out of it. Not I just, never want this to feel like I'm telling you about my life and how my life is so hard, and I never want it to seem like I'm so perfect because humility is something that I work on every day. I'm not. I told Nick, should I be talking about this top topic because I feel like sometimes I could work on my humility. A lot of times I could work on my humility, but I'm trying. I'm yeah. learning. I'm, I said, I'm working on it what, every what single I, day. T- what did I tell you? I said... Well, even more maybe, reason. Yeah, we more reason to talk about it. Like, we're not all perfect, but we can all yeah. talk about things that we right. can even work on ourselves. So, right. So, I I wanted to just share a couple experiences in the hospital, and these are experiences of where I learned humility, and the people around me were learning humility, of not being so self self centered or worrying about their self about like helping others, yeah. and where I learned to. Um, accept that help and kind of let my pride down humbled you know let my guard down and let them help me so um i talked a few episodes about fos do you remember (laughs) what fos stands for for love shit (laughs) yeah so this is a big deal in the hospital like um i i don't know if you've ever had a major surgery but when you go through something like that your body is in complete shock 
And that is one of the things that I dealt with. I mean, they're pumping you full of medications mm-hmm. for this or that or this or that. But um, that's one one of the main things. I mean, even when you have a baby, they put you on a stool softener because when you have a baby, your body, your digestive system is off, right? So I was FOS and uh, like we all know bathroom situations have been the hardest for me, but there was a point after my first surgery and it was where I was still at the U and I was still in, I don't know if I was in the ICU, but I was just fresh. Like, I mean, maybe a week, week and a half into this injury and I could not poop. I could not. (laughs) And my belly was starting to, like I was starting to look pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. My belly was hard. Like they had tried enemas. They tried all these things. And one night my, uncle was there with me and I, I was on medication because I, it was so fresh that I remember being kind of out of it, but I wasn't out of it enough to not know what was going on. Yeah. You know, like you still know what's going on as much as it's maybe not as embarrassing because you're not as coherent as you would be if you were like sober or not on anything. But, um, The night he was there, and this would be different if it was my mom or my dad or someone, but the night my uncle was there, they decided it all needed to come out. And I just... Well, they didn't. Your your body just My body and them, I can't remember. They were probably doing some, whether it was an enema or something, they were probably doing something to make it happen, but... Yeah. Um... I mean, you're a test subject. They're always, they're always like, she hasn't pooped in a couple of days or she hasn't pooped in a week. So that's our, that's our goal for today, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and as much as that's the goal, like you're like, okay, but I'm the human here. <laughs> I'm the one that we're working on <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm tired of this. Like this, it's a lot. So I remember just, they rolled me on my side to try to get, I mean, I can't, I couldn't sit up then. Yeah. So they rolled me on my side and I remember my uncle just standing at the back side of me. And I thought, I know exactly what he's seeing right now. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm a 16 year old girl. Yeah. I know what he's seeing. And not that I ever feel like he would judge me because I know he would never, I know he yeah. just had my best interest and he was just trying to help in any way he could. But I remember thinking to myself, why is he here? Like, yeah, you're, why? you're just, why does this have to be happening when he's here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just for the fact of like, I don't want him to have to see this. I don't want him, uh, not a fact of me and my embarrassment, but I don't want him to have to remember this. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he doesn't have any medication to be like, Oh, I'm going to put that in the back of my mind or whatever. Yeah. But that, that really taught me humility. Well, and just to be humble and also Mm -hmm. just to know that like, help, let others help you lean on, lean on those around you because there are people like for him, I'm sure he was just like, I feel so bad for her right now. Like I, I, I'm going to do anything I can to help. And, you know, like for me, it was just, it was just like, okay, like I've always had a hard time letting the people around me help me. We've already talked about that. I have a hard time accepting help. Yeah. And the help, the the sense of humility from people when I was injured was overwhelming. Like, there's no way I could tell you everything that happened to us that was a an act of humility or 
you know, kindness from other people. Well, I think you had to humble yourself and just be like, there's a lot of things that are going on with my body. And sometimes you like, like we were talking about earlier that like, sometimes you just don't have control over what's going to happen and what is happening. Mm -hmm. And you just got to get through it. Yeah. And, and sometimes I feel like it's an embarrassing thing, but those people that are around you, give them some freaking credit. Yeah. Because because they could just Chances run. Are, they could just not be they there. They care about you. And if they know you're going through some stuff, they'd rather be there for you rather than run the other way. Say you're going through dep- depression and you need someone to talk about. And in your mind, you're just like, I, I don't want to tell them this. Yeah. I don't want them to remember this. This is embarrassing for me. This is something that I don't want to talk about there or whatever. Think about, I mean, it's 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 letting them help you. It's letting them be there for you. It's it's saying, I'm trusting you with these things to not judge me, but to be a someone someone to help. Yeah. Someone that cares about me, you know. And I would I would think we would be surprised in our you know, even me, like problems I deal with if if I just mentioned them to people like like hey, not like, hey guys, I got this problem, but like 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 we talked about last week about how when people ask you, How are you? Telling them really how you are in a non, like, mm-hmm. you know, not jump great, on the soapbox, you? you know, but mm-hmm. also don't just tell them you're great. Right, everything's right. great. You know, and I, maybe some people are like, oh, no. I mean, for me, everything is great. And, and so yeah, it's a and short some, answer. I was going to say, maybe but, some people like, I always like say, I'm freaking fantastic. Right. Like, me too. Like, really? Is he fantastic? And yeah. Like, yeah. I'm doing, if I wasn't doing fantastic, I let you know that I wasn't doing fantastic. Right. I mean, and going back to it, like. I had friends that were constantly sending flowers or showing up with like homemade cards or gifts or like like treat buckets and any treat I could think of and any food I can think of. My friends came to the hospital and they were they would cheer me up. I mean, I had this group of friends from Kent's and I have a picture of one of them who blew up a glove and put it on his head, like just on the top part of his head. And it was just little moments like that that seriously, like, just laughter. Yeah. Like, there's nothing like it, you know? Maybe that's what somebody needs is a good laugh sometimes and just offer it. I mean, me and I sometimes offer the laugh and people don't want it. I mean, occasionally my friends would (laughs) would eat half my protein shake, so I didn't have to. (laughs) Manda especially, I'd be like, dude, Manda, please just just eat, like, four bites for me. Just... (laughs) Eat four bites. That's a true friend, right Dude, there. Dude, these protein shakes, I will never, I will Autumn never be able shakes. to do it. I, I'll never Autumn be able to do it again. Shakes really of any time. Well, because they would be like, "Here's a protein shake, but extra protein," and you're like, "But it's not a shake anymore. It mm, tastes wax. like chalk." Mm, wax. <laughs> yeah, and then they would go to Jamba Juice, and it was like, "Can you put like three extra protein shots? I don't care how much it is. Put it in there." And I was like, "But this tastes." crappy now so now I don't it doesn't eat taste it. like a banana strawberry smoothie now yeah. it tastes like wax yeah <laughs> just like it was always chalky chalky wax you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah and so kind of... i yeah amanda always ate it for me and i was like just go dump it in the toilet when they leave the room just like <laughs> yeah i had to get a feeding tube and that was like ugh, that was the worst thing ever And one of, I kind of want to touch on this because I have this nurse and I really, really wish that I had these contacts that I talk about because like if I had contact with this nurse, I seriously would thank her because 
There are nurses that, I mean, we're talking about humility. There are nurses that are there for their nine to five job. They're there to get in, get out and do your crap, fill out your chart, give you your meds, be your caretaker and and get out. Yeah. And there's been times where we, I mean, I haven't been in the situations you have, so I can't really speak for you, but I've been there when like you've had babies and stuff and there's Mm -hmm. some, there's some nurses that just treat you like, Hey, this is just my job. Yep. And you're like, okay, like your job is you like, you know, you make bows and sell them, but like, imagine if that bow could like talk, you know, like. That is what a nurse has. Like, no, it really is. Like, I mean, yeah. that your your job, and yeah, it's just you know your humility everyday... is part of your job. Yeah, as but, a nurse. Yeah, and but that person, like, you may do transfusions every day and this and that, and you're but that this is person just what you're doing this but... this person. It might be the only time in their life that they've gone through this. So, it like, is, yeah, if they're a little it's unsure, scary. give them a little bit of grace because we have dealt with some nurses like just like no just. Do it. And, like, yeah. there's a difference in being a coach because you yeah. have, like, this nurse, you've said, you know, she's yeah. more like a coach. Like, she pushed you, but you could tell it was for your best interest. Yeah. Not just, like, hey, just do this because I want to get out and I want to go mm-hmm. back or read my yeah, book. Yeah, and I definitely feel like with my hospital stay, there were nurses that I knew were there. And they, they were there saying, I'm going to problem solve. And I'm going to I'm gonna try to figure out, here's our problem, and I'm going to try to figure out a way around this. I'm going to try to help this girl. Yeah. Instead of just being here saying, this is what you're supposed to do. These are your meds. Get a, Buck up. I had a nurse tell me to buck up once, and I swore at her and told her to get out of my freaking hospital room. I was so pissed. But though there was, there was nurses like that, and then there was nurses like this one nurse, and her ni- name was Danielle, D-O-N-Y-A-L-E. I know it's spelled so weird, but I remember her writing it on my whiteboard and I will never forget that her name was spelled that way. And that was her name. And so when I had this feeding tube, anytime they, they would push protein through my feeding tube and it was in my nose. It wasn't the kind that was like in your stomach, which I almost wish they put it did like a surgical one in my stomach because it was so like one of the worst experiences ever. But anytime they would turn on the feeding bag, anytime they would push protein or anything through the feeding tube, I'd gag and usually throw up. And so the feeding tube surpassed my stomach and went into my intestines so I could not throw up whatever they were pushing in. But like I said, nothing was coming out. So every time they were pushing stuff in, I was just like, I would gag and it was so bad and there's like this taste that you can t- still taste, even though it's through a tube. <laughs> it's like you're eating, but yeah. like you're not eating. You can still taste it. And then not to mention it is usually cold. So this cold was going up through your nose, down the back of your throat. Like imagine <laughs> having a tube in the back of your throat constantly, like, Ugh. like messing with your, you know, like making you want to vomit. Like that's what it was like. And it was seriously the worst. So she comes in and she says, I have an idea. I said, okay. You know, like what you're, I, I see what you have in your hands. I can tell you're pushing something through my feeding tube. And I was very, I wasn't the nicest person. I <laughs> was going through a lot. And I, anytime they were messing with my feeding tube, I was like, oh, hell no. But so she came in and she had a can of soda. And she said, here's what we're going to try. What kind of soda was it? A Sprite. Okay. And, and we figured out that if it was a flavored soda, I could taste it even less. But she said, here's what we're going to try. You're going to suck through this straw and swallow at the same time as I push it through. So I'm going to say. Kind of like trick your. your yeah. uh, 
Yeah. Esophagus. <laughs> I guess. So she says one, two, three, and I start swallowing, and then she pushes it through as, like as quickly as she can while I'm swallowing the soda. And that's really how I started to kind of get things through my feeding tube. Now, that didn't work when they were turning on the bag. There was still a problem there, but when they were pushing things through quickly, I was able to do, do that. And so that's really like there were several nurses that were there for my best interest and, and showed humility when they had come in. And if you're a nurse or you're, you're a healthcare worker and you work with patients, I really challenge you to have a little bit of humility for your patients and take a little bit of time to like get to know them and say, okay, this is their problem. And really what can we do to problem solve for them? Don't just be there for the nine to five. Imagine you know? you've never been through what you're about to do to them. You know? Yeah. Like put yourself in that situation for the first time yeah i mean i know it's hard to not be in control um of like of your situation and stuff but the people who step up and help you in those situations like it helps them and it helps you oh we've kind of talked about that like every time you help someone it's 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 a two-way street going on there like you're both gaining something from that yeah so I also kind of wanted to talk about people and, and when they get injured, they're given this platform in a sense. Um, and the things they do with this platform shows their humility. Platform, you're saying that they're recognized yes, for their disability. By several people, yes. Yeah. So um, there's this account I follow on Instagram, and it's a, a wheelchair dance team. And it's called the Rolettes. Yeah. And the girl that started it, her name is Chelsea Hill. And she, I, I believe she was in a car with a drunk driver or something like that. But she, her injury was related to a car accident like mine. Um, and she had danced all her life. And so she, like, I seriously am, as a business owner, am so impressed with the, the business and the, the, um, she's just taken so much. And, like, she's trying so hard to do so much for the disabled community with yeah. this. And and she's taken her platform, and I'm, I'm impressed with how much she's tried to turn that into something good. Um, Sure, she said that there's the difference between the person that, like, gets on there and shares about their life because of the platform that they have. And then there's the difference between the other person that tries to do something with their platform do something better for the wheelchair community. You know, do you know, understand what I mean? Yes. Um, sure, she shares about her life experiences. Like, I wouldn't expect her not to. But more than anything, she shares about her goals for the disabled community. She has this, um, this Rolette's experience is what I, I, I think they call it. And it's where it's like a week and these girls come and it doesn't matter their disability if they're in a chair they do like they teach them dances and they have all sorts of classes that aren't even related to dance that are just giving these girls a sense of like a community. Yeah. You know, and I just a place applaud. to belong. Yeah. I, like a club. Yeah, I just I don't know. I applaud how open she is. She's she's talked about how she's going through stuff lately and how she isn't perfect and no one is. And it's easy on a platform to be, when you have a platform, to be held to a standard and think, oh, she's made it, or oh, you know, she has no issues. She's got it all figured out because of this platform. 
Um, but it's important to see that she deals with stuff still. You know, like, yeah. even though she's doing all these things and she's these great things, she's still dealing with dealing with stuff. And you may think, oh, my gosh, she's so inspiring and she's so awesome. But sometimes life isn't all that it's cracked up to be. And, and it's so easy to, like, be hard on people and, like, the comments on social media these days. Well, it's easy it's to take so somebody easy who... when someone has a platform and it's like, oh, yeah, they have so many comments on this. They're not going to see this comment. And it's just this like negative comment. And it's just I'm not saying it, it that in her situation, it's get, it gets to her. But I'm just saying. Take take a professional hockey player. No matter does something... how no matter how popular you are, no matter how many comments you have, that comment stands out. Yeah. I mean, take like a professional hockey player, professional any sport. That does something that they did, and then people start taking it personal and like calling out their, you know, and like, <clears throat> like I swear this is not a hockey podcast, and I'm not gonna go there, but <laughs> hockey's a big part of it. But our there life. was there was a, a hit, you know, it was bad in the NHL, and the guy got suspended and everything, and he went on and he talked about it, and he said, you know, this is my deal. I can take the suspension. I'm a yeah. big boy. Like yeah. I signed up to play in the NHL. Right. Like, I know the consequences right. that I have earned or yeah. deserve, but, you know, leave my family, leave my brother, yeah. leave my parents. And it's like, people really go into that, like, to say that, like, say I went on this podcast and I ran it about something that offended a bunch of people. And then people started like, you know, calling Benny or my parents, like that has yeah. nothing to do with them. Yeah. Well, and not only that, like, I'm just in my mind, I'm like, give these people some humility. Don't comment that stuff. But yeah, and like don't other... like I, I guess that's my my thought is like when you're coming across things on this the internet, if you have that urge to 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 say that negative comment, like give humility to those people. Yeah, if you... there's always someone behind that account. Yeah. Okay, there's always someone, and there's always a feeling, and and that person. I don't know if it's the same that that hockey player. I I went on okay. I'm a Capitals fan, and I went on Tom <laughs> Wilson's Instagram after this hit and all of this stuff, and I was sick to my stomach. I was sick to my stomach at what all of his comments said. And I just told Nick, I said, you know, I'm sure he's learned how to deal with this type of a thing, but he's still human. Those comments have to get to him. Those comments have to, like, he sees them. He reads them. Well, like, it's so easy to put these guys on a pedestal. And, like, I mean, there's a lot of people, and, like, you see, like, take a Robin Williams, okay? There's yeah. a lot of people, like, dude, I can't believe that he would take his own life. You know, he, he had, had it, it all. He had all the money, man. If I had that, I would be just yeah. fine. It's right. like, you never know what someone's going through. Right. Okay? And it just is a is a testament to say that, you can't fix your problems with stuff. Yeah. And, you you know, and, like, just because you have all the money in the world doesn't mean that, or you're playing professional sports, like, doesn't mean that you are not human anymore. Yeah. Like, you are just as human as you and I as we struggle through our lives and we make, you know, or if you're just trying to make ends meet, like, you're just as much as a person as a professional football player, mm -hmm. basketball player, 
actor, whatever. Like, well, it's like that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not huge on basketball, so I'm not very good at remembering. But I remember you talking to me about that person that got a bottle thrown at him. Yeah, like with a basketball player, they're expected to turn their cheek and not say a thing to you. You just threw a bottle at their head. Yeah, like you don't think he went in the locker room and that kind of got to him. Yeah, and like for him to like freak out, like, "Hey, screw you! You make a yes. million dollars, so you should just put up with it." Yeah, well, like, and and for the basketball player, it's like, dude, I applaud you for just walking off. Yeah, because like, that's not like that is not well. When you're working hard, you know, on the court as a kid or on the ice, you know, or the field, they work hard to get there. You're not. You're not saying, man, I can't wait till I'm making a million dollars so people can just throw bottles at me and I can. No, you're like, I want to like pray. You want you want to lift people up. You want to do good things. And, you know, that person probably has a lot of fans and you're just you're taking it to a personal level. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's not necessary. Yeah, it's, it's not necessary. Not necessary. So, so bottom line with what I was trying to say with this is like when you see someone that is trying to do something inspiring and they're trying they're they're really putting their life out there because i don't care what what industry they're in whether it's sports whether it's chelsea that's doing all this for the disabled community like seriously let's have some humility like let's look at what they're trying to do not try to de- degrade them because you're like oh they have all these followers so they don't they they could care less what i have to say no, you know, let's be positive. What What is uh, all those parents say? If you can't say, say nothing nice, don't, don't say, say nothing at all. all. Jinx, right. Jinx, you know me, soda. Not again, huh? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, for me, humility is an ongoing thing. It's easy to get caught up in, like, your little wins and in your brain. It's easy to be like, I've got this figured out. And everybody has their days where they're kind of arrogant yeah. Right. And and where they feel like they're just on top of the world. Um, so I work on it every day and I challenge you to work on your humility every day and and maybe f- look at those areas that you feel like you can um, be a little bit less prideful, you know, and, and be a little bit more humble about things. I know I, I think have we all could things be a little I more need humble. to be a little bit more humble about and I... My goal is to work on it. I mean, last week I challenged you guys to work on being grateful, right? Hey, and I will say Autumn I, asked I've me. I've held Nick to it. Autumn would, like, stop me. And, like, it was usually when, like, I was getting frustrated yep. with something or something. And she'd be like, Nick, what are you thankful for today? Yep. And, like, honestly, I loved it. And it was a chance for me to be like, okay, this is stupid. I'm bugged at something mm-hmm. dumb. I need to just let it go. Yeah. And think about something good. Well, and even on Father's Day on the way home when we went shopping, um, I asked our whole family, what, what are you grateful One thing you're grateful for. And it, it was just, I don't know, it was a moment to just stop and just, I mean, I felt like we were teaching our kids to stop and smell the, fl- the and roses or whatever the saying is. it always need to be like cliche. No, it, it can be something stupid. I don't care. Like Nick said, I'm glad I, I'm grateful my grass is starting to get greener. Like, you guys, <laughs> this is something we're working on. And I, I'm i proud of him. Like, Watch, there's something gonna, to be grateful for. Someone's going to roll by but greener. Where? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though. And so it, it, here's my challenge this week is to just identify in yourself a place that you can work on your pride. 
and work on being a little bit more humble. And and you don't have to tell anybody about it. I know that's kind of like something that you don't really want to talk about because it is, I mean, everybody can be more humble, you know? Yeah. But identify it and, and try a little bit harder. And when you are being a little bit prideful, try to catch yourself. Yeah. Try to catch yourself and try to just say, mm, I'm going to be a little bit more humble about this. You know, yeah, I'm take gonna, two I'm, seconds, take a couple deep breaths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's be and a little bit more humble. Change your, change your, you know, your thought process. And, you know, you are your humility. You are your service. You are your kindness. And you are not your difficult kids. <laughs> and you are not the things you can't control. And you're not your fake injury. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And with that, you're not your effing chair. There's that music. Oh, God.